Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Real back with another motherfucker review, man. Yo, this is Mayan season two, episode one. That is right. It's Mayan's Monday. I am right here. Okay, like I said, I'd be. And I gotta say, man, for season two, it was a nice kickoff. Out the gate, as I do, I'm gonna have to rank this one a perfect 10 out of 10. It had the right amount of action with some uh some more storyline build up it was a perfect episode to because it set the tone for the entire season it it laid out all the storylines that are here to play out you got miguel and alita teaming up to fuck over potter even though miguel took the deal with potter but you know um you got emily uh stepping in further trying to further herself in the cartel business she just wants to do the legit side she wants to be a part of the shit Okay, and she wants to push Dita out. So we got that storyline. Dita versus Emily. Miguel and Potter. Ver- I mean, Miguel and Adelita versus Potter. And then we got a little Easy versus uh, Angel. But they also got it where Easy's still a prospect. So he's needing votes. And it has to be a unanimous. And what is with the unanimous? Look at that turnaround. They needed unanimous votes, right, to get Alvarez out. And it was the same unanimous votes that it took to get easy in. So, I don't know how the unanimous vote situation works. I don't think, I don't know if that's such a good system. I don't know. Maybe you should have some people that's on, I I guess it only takes one hand to shut it all down. So, it kind of makes sense. But people got such cheap mentality. I just don't see eight people raising their hand and a ninth person is like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm going to keep my hand down. It just doesn't feel right. Like, he's not finna get bombarded by the other eight just to bring it back to the table. So, it's really just like a cry for attention. So, I don't know if a unanimous decision sparks a healthy debate. Because you would want another motherfucker on your side. But, anyway, I digress. Um. Then we got, uh oh, we got the happy storyline. Right? At the end of the finale on 10, Easy realizes, like, oh, that's the motherfucker I was shooting at. That's the one who killed mom. Right? So now we got the happy storyline. So it's all played out. And they kicked this episode off with a mission. Nothing is better than a little shoot 'em up mission. I appreciate that. Apparently, the game plan was uh, this is one of Adelita's holdouts, hideouts, whatever you have, whatever have you. Uh, it's going to be some important intel in there. The goal is to wipe the motherfuckers out and grab the intel. Period, point blank. Now, we got the Mayans in on this. I don't know why you got some mercs that was involved that um, that Potter selected. And if anybody's selecting people, like if there's a person better in management, I don't know them. Potter seems to me like he will hire the correct people to do the job. Now, I'm, I don't know why that included the Mayans. Maybe he felt like because they were so close to her, they got some type of understanding of her. They might be able to help in some form or fashion. I just didn't see when you got ex Green Berets and shit, I don't see why you like, you know what, let me want just for just for some some insurance. Let's get the Mayans in there. Right, I I didn't get that part, but the Mayans pull up, uh, four deep, Bishop, um, Hank, Coco, all ex-military, and then they snatched up easy. 
He's got to start owning his. He got to start earning his bones. Like it's you know he's got to. He can't be a prospect forever. So I guess this was one of the perfect things to come on to prove self worth, to prove the worth to the to the club. He goes and he does just that. All right, uh, the mission looked good. Hank and uh, Easy had the back door. Everybody else took the front, murdering people unsuspectedly. It's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. Um, Bishop was able to shoot up the the good intel and plant the bad because that was the whole Alvarez had it all set up that that came from Miguel, right? They're all in cahoots. And so they got that first part off. No problem. Uh, Easy and Hank have some problems at the back door though, but he came out laying suppressing fire. He wasn't bullshit. It might've been just strictly out of fear, like, you know, self-preservation, but it was working. He had Hank and Easy ducking. But he left himself exposed, and Easy dropped his body. He dropped a he dropped a body outside. Boom! There goes the Easy body count of one, right? Then they get in there, only to discover Little Mouse, who is whose only job is to stand there and be like, "The job's done." She somehow gets caught. I'm still befuddled. How the I was surprised that the 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 like the Asian Green Beret dude that found her. I was like, yeah, she got this radio. I took this. Like, I don't know. He was looking real hard on prayer. He definitely wasn't in the house. So I guess he was the outside guy. And he did his job to a fucking T. Because I don't know how he would have seen where she was and what she was doing. But he was on top of it. So here she goes. Um, Now, my question is, right, as they tie Little Mouse to the chair, and the uh and then the crew goes out and discuss what's about to happen, right? Bishop and them, they discussing like, hey man, they finna torture this little girl. And it's like, damn, she got caught, so what are we gonna do? So now I'm thinking, like, is this like a damn they finna torture a little girl? And dude, the Green Bray dude is a complete asshole. He's making sure that everybody knows this is not a kid. She's a murderer. I'm like, no, she's a kid that murders. But it's it's not like she's a freelance murderer. She's not like a hit woman. She's get she get told what to do, but I guess he just looks at her like a little monster, so whatever. That's how he justifies doing what he about to do to her. Now, I was sitting there thinking, like, is she pulling on the, is, like, them going back in there for her, pulling on the heartstrings of the Mayans? Like, damn, she's going to torture a kid, and she wasn't supposed to be here, and she part of the team uh, through a few degrees of separation, and or is it? She's going to torture her, and she's going to give up the info. I'm kind of leaning toward that way, but they tried to make it seem all heartfelt. Like, it was just some, no, nah, they can't do this to no little kid, man. We ain't going to allow this shit. And I'm more so like, nah. I think this is to protect y'all own asses. But anyway, they go in with a plan, right? They waited till a few people left. Come in murdering shit. Alvarez in there about to get popped. Easy comes in and saves the day. And he does so. He goes hand to hand with a legit merc. Like, X, this is what I do. This is what I do all day. I murder niggas with my hands. And somehow Easy prevailed. He went 1v1. They was fit. They could have just jumped in and helped him. But they was like, no, no, no. Let's see what he do. Easy got strong, wrapped a cord, and fucking did his... That's like Easy's finishing move. The choke out. The choke to death. Easy is a choke to death ass motherfucker. He's a shoot you in the head, choke you out dude. 
That's like his ultimate finish. But that's his figure four. That's his that's his rock bottom. That's the stunner for easy. To choke you till you dead. And um so he does that. Everybody's clapping hands for okay, saved Alvarez. Good job. Okay, so Easy's looking more and more like he's in a fold. I did I did notice that he was shaking and trembling a little bit, like fuck, I just murdered somebody with my hands, and it was like a a shock there, but when he quickly recovered when they picked him up off the ground, he was just like, Oh, well, I had that moment. And we should have known something then. Most people stay in the moment, think about it a little bit. Easy was there for a second, was like, holy shit, I did that. And then shrugged it off. Even so, he was extra humble. Alvarez was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You did your thing in there. He was like, oh, I'll just deal with what I was told. I thought that was a nice little interaction when Alvarez, I'm like, oh, I thought, you know, you just wanted to save your padrino. I didn't know that, it, you know, it was just part of your job, so you just did it. So that was a nice little moment between them two. You could tell Alvarez is fucking in love with Easy after that one. And Bishop is quite impressed. So the votes for Easy is looking real good. However, he's got that little problem of Angel. Uh, and the whole club season. But anyway, let's try to get to this. Uh, let's try to get some little stuff out of the way. You got Emily versus Dita. Emily is there. She's got. She's doing a business. Um, She's got the business side of things. Miguel's got the cartel side of things. And Dita, after losing her man, her little ace boom coon, she's all fucked up. Right? She's got nobody to turn to. And then Miguel, you know, we all know how much he loves his mother, but he's got business to take care of. Uh, and then we saw a little bit of jealousy from Emily in this episode. You know, and it was seeming like what I didn't notice the first go around was that when she asked Miguel, like, hey, did Ali to ever say who the daddy was? And Miguel like, nah, she ain't really say shit. And I was like, does Emily think that he got his his ex-op pregnant? So I'm like, damn, Emily, is it has it come to that? Like, Miguel's a piece of shit, but this is the same woman that kidnapped your son and was threatening to murder him. I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, that would make him sexually attracted to it. I felt like it was just strictly business and lucky that they made that business happen. But I, you know, Miguel didn't move off emotions on that one. Like he typically would. So Emily just looking like she's trying to stoke some fire. That's not there. I was just like, really fam. And he had to say, he sounded like a nigga that came back from hanging out with the guys all night. He was like, Oh, so you, Emily was like, Oh, so you was there with Alita all day, all day. And Miguel's first response was, well, Alvarez was, with, I mean, Alvarez was with me, too. It wasn't just me and Adelita. He was right there. I mean, bro, that's not to say that Alvarez being with you don't mean you dipped off into the room and got some buns. I know you didn't. She should know you didn't. This is a horrible woman that kidnapped your kid and did war with you. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was special. That was his. That was his human moment. That was one of Miguel's human moments. Alvarez was with me. What do you mean? I was just with the guys. Everybody was right. It was guys. It was girls. We wasn't paying attention, babe. Come on now. Don't be that way. And Dita has been ear hustling all through the crib. Say a little slick shit so uh, Emily would know that she's listening. So Dita's got her own little plans going. 
And that wig is a goddamn mess. That's a hot ass mess. I every time I, because I, I remember looking at her hair, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with Shorty's hair?" And then when she took it off in the mirror, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. All those burns and that. Yeah, 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 yeah." But you, all that money, and that's the wig you could get your mama. All this, I love my mama. Oh, oh my mama, this, my mama's the greatest. Everything for Dita. And you're a goddamn millionaire. And that's the best wig you can come up with for your mama? Priorities, brother. Priorities. I mean, look at her. Look like fucking Cousin It. It was like a Cousin It wig. You know what I'm saying? What was it called? Dita It. <sighs> but anyway. Um, then we got, uh, we got the clubhouse. Uh, now that, that they had murdered all those mercs, now it's a problem. Cut to the problem, Potter. He's sitting there. Potter is not somebody like, in this episode, they kind of got the ups on Potter on this one because it just didn't make sense. Potter was trying to find a reason why this shit happened. Like, okay, we go in, mission was successful. Somebody doubles back to get a little girl and murders, uh, like super green beret people murders mercs professional style hmm so he puts her back on the active list which is what they didn't want their goal was to show that alita ain't doing shit you know what i'm saying also potter did work it out that alita's involved right in some form of fashion so she's not inactive he took a picture and went to active but he doesn't have the full story yet but potter is not somebody who's gonna sit around and not get the whole tale done. Like he's going to know. So they really they they skate they skating on thin ice on this one. And Buddy's pissed. He's out for blood. He's like, look, I'm about to go wipe Adelita the fuck out. They didn't kill my people. Took it personal. And, and Potter was like, Well, let's fuel this man's hate. I was like, Well, goddamn. Let's just support him. He said, I'm finna go with your funding or without, with your permission or without, but that she's going down. And he's like, well, fuck it. Let's help you out. That's kind of what type of time Potter is on. But uh, so far, so good with this little underhanded Potter thing. Also with Potter. Now, he now in the season finale, he asked for a final mission by easy. He deleted the files. And then I just wondered, why pull up on Pops like that? But what I've come to realize is Potter is just infatuated with Easy in this particular moment. You know, he always says, oh, that beautiful mind. And he wanted to meet the father, the Ignacio Cortina. They did his research on and I'm like, okay, so I just want to see where Easy got it from. I want to see if you had the same type of skills because I could use that type of information. Because that's right, Felipe was 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 deep in it with Miguel's father. He was one of them. So Potter is like, hey, if you got some of the memories, I think I might have to start tapping into you. But um, and Potter also had a weird interaction with his with his right hand chick, like his partner. She just he just admiring her nails and she came up with a really functional answer. I was like, oh, that was really. Yeah. First tip. Keep me from biting them. Yeah, it's me. And then Potter, in natural Potter fashion, is like, yeah, well, I managed to stop bedwetting, so let's slap hands. High five to us. 
for achieving little idiosyncrasies that, you know, these little things. And she's like, what? And you just get to learn more and more about what makes Potter Potter. Like, he's just, yes, of course he's a bedwetter. Of course he, and I wonder, like, what age do we think that Potter stopped wetting the bed? 25? 30? Three months ago? I don't think it was a childhood thing. I think this man has some true deep-rooted issues. I wouldn't mind getting, like, a, a backstory of Potter. He is such an interesting character. From his infatuation with with the Mexican culture, he seems super well-read. He's a fucking grade-A creep. And he's like a genius. What makes... And he's a bedwetter. That stopped last week. What makes Potter Potter? That's what I, I would love to just get like a... I don't know, just a, a throwaway episode of potter's upbringing like who was his dad who was his mom was he breastfeeding too long like who did this to this man like i just need to know i need to know i would like one of those episodes just a nice little filler but give me some insight on potter because he's so fucking different but he's one of the better characters in the entire sons mayans verse for sure i gotta give him that um <clears throat> but as far as the clubhouse, everything goes good on that end, but Bishop has a real beef. He's got problems that the Reyes brothers got problems. And nobody's going to answer him truthfully because they would have to then say, well, Easy was a snitch, and then I was covering for him, and I wanted him to lead a club after he was done with his snitch job, but he wanted to stay. Not something you could really tell Bishop and them because you'll get handled like Baca did buddy that was cutting heroin so cut two here comes easy special powers right they come to the clubhouse they invite people got conche up in there looking all friendly that was weird to see again conche is a friend bishop is looking like the man at the table alvarez handed him the keys and he's got people from different chapters just circling around and they talking heroin business so i guess they set it up to where easy would be there uh oh well, yeah, we'll get to that. They set it up to where Easy will be there and um, memorize the numbers and where things are going because somebody is stepping on the shit. And that's really what this round table is about. Come to find out it was Baca Mans and his crew. Baca was really like a borrow. Borrow was really like adamant about it not being them. And then I loved how as soon as he found out it was one of his piece of shit guys who thought that he was going to do like a last minute shoot you in the face i got found out i never understood that move i was sitting there thinking to myself when he was like oh if it turns blue that means it's some bullshit it means it's cut with something it turns blue he looks over and he's like man you the one who grabbed the package and he's like uh 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 let me reach for my gun and try to shoot you real quick like nigga how did you think this was gonna work out i would have lied i would have said hey it wasn't just me with the package it was so-and-so What's wrong with lying until you get out of that room? Let let the club investigate at least, nigga. You just gave yourself a death sentence. I was just like, I'm going to go to the grave with this lie. And somebody else going to take the fall. I'm not going to do some, oh shit, they caught me. Let me shoot the closest person to me. I was just like, I don't know if that was a successful move. But they handled them properly. 
took some of that tainted dope, and they delivered some justice. And I love how Bishop was like, yeah, no, we know you didn't know. It's all good, but you're going to handle it. I was like, yep, I got you. He's like, ah, 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 ah. you're going to handle it before you leave. I was like, well, look at One King. That was the first thing I thought. I said, hey, Bishop is out here flexing. They are dropping little subtle hints of the of the future, and I like going back and seeing that because I'm picking up on these little things. Bishop is feeling like the man right now. He's like, this is where One King was birthed in Bishop's brain. I got Conche look like he paying me respects. Another buddy from another chapter. Bars here, nervous, scared, apologetic. I got respect here. I got heroin connect. I like this. I can handle this. I think that was the birth of One King. Honestly, that's where the it, it was dropping a little seed in in um in Bishop's brain for sure. Uh, but oh, your boy Angel. This might have. This is when Angel was actually acting like an angel this episode he's feeding the sick and the the downtrodden and he's passing out shit and he's loving on adelita he knocked her up and it's just all well and good no toxicity here actually he's actually easy's a toxic one angel's trying to distance himself he tried to do the responsible thing and said bro i'm gonna hold you down but i need you to leave the club which is reasonable very reasonable you bring you brought a lot of unnecessary bullshit here and possibly got the club jammed up so how about we take care of this that has nothing to do with me and you get the fuck on and live your life golden boy but at the table though he seems like a hater bishop was like golden boy you know like oh okay of course he would save alvarez's life and i was like ah, oh, that's a little bit of hate but Angel has always hated on Easy, so it's nothing new there, and they beefing, and that's first thing on Bishop's mind, because the vote is coming up, and he's concerned, not because of this beef between the Reyes brothers, but more so, he's got a man crush on Easy right now, and he doesn't need Angel's bullshit and not voting for him to get patched up. So Bishop then in turn, because he don't need this bullshit, tells Easy, hey, we're going to have to make this thing right. And all the while, Easy has been trying to be nice to angel he's been just he's been wearing two faces easy this whole season was i mean this whole episode was wearing two faces he'd be pissed on one end and chucky come around he'd be like oh it's all good chuck angel pissed him off at the bar somebody asked for a drink oh yeah yeah no i got you here goes a drink hey what's going on guys say hey, how you doing love it here love it here so easy is showing that he's a true professional he's got family beef he's Got happy on the brain. He just strangled a man to death. But he can still serve you a beer with a smile. Easy is He's the kind of guy that, you know, would just leave his job at, at work once he comes home. It's like, ah, psh. so what happened at work? I don't fucking know. I was just there for eight hours. Who knows? It's behind me. I ain't got to deal with that shit till the next day. And wouldn't you love to just shed some shit like that? Like, I'm home now. It's home time. So, Easy is a professional in that sense. Uh, Chucky in this episode. It makes me miss him watching season two, watching this episode. Because Chucky was becoming the keeper of secrets. He was always in everybody's shit. He was the piece that could link everything together. He was always ear hustling. He always knew something was up. And he always inquired and asked questions. And, 
you know, Chucky would have been valuable, I believe, going forward in this um in this series. So I think he was a, a valuable person lost, but you know, Happy's been coming around and he could feel that vibe. And easy then uh commission the cop to go get to do some digging on Happy. So now the plot is thickening on this happy thing. Which is I don't see how the you know, ending up where we at now. I don't think this happy thing ever really got truly got flushed out. And it seems like it was so much on it in this episode and um especially this season. But yeah, so Easy decides like, okay, I got to make this right with Angel. He pulls up. And how does he do it? He takes the page out of Angel's book of toxicity. He goes and says, "Hey man, I'm not looking for your vote, bullshit. You need his vote. You're definitely looking for it." But I know who killed mom. So this is, Angel ain't talking to me. I need his vote. I need my bro back. So let me let him in on what I would have never let him in on. And it's, I know who killed mom. This is the motherfucker. How can we take care of it? Right? What are we going to do? So that sets up that storyline. So it was a solid, solid 10. You got Alita going through problems with Lil Mouse. I think Lil Mouse was just in there messed up because she knows she fucked up and the plan is going to shit so but it was a terrific intro episode it, it flowed smoothly from the finale into the opening of season two i really enjoyed that um who did i have winning this episode i'm gonna have to give it to potter potter was amazing in every scene he was in his conversations made me laugh they were awkward or he was cringy uh but he checked all the boxes. Potter is just a just one of those creatures. Uh, I think the best scene uh, in this episode probably was the meeting between Potter and Pops. Pops is just a stone cold dude. I like when I do like when Easy said <laughs> told Angel like, "Yo, Potter came to see Pops today." Angel's first response was, "Well, maybe he wanted to buy some meat." I was like, Angel's a fucking dickhead. I, I laughed, though. I laughed out loud at that one. That was pretty funny. Maybe he wanted to buy some meat. You know, I was like, yeah, Pops does have a butcher shop. But that was a perfect little dick little dick response. Like, he was just such a little zesty little bitch on that one. A, little, a lot of sass behind that. I did think that was funny, though. Um, but I do appreciate the conversation between Potter and um, Felipe. That was good. And that lets you believe, like, Potter's got some shit going on and Pops is involved. And I would like to see how this, cause you know, Felipe is so stone cold. He's such a, just a G and Potter is such a, let me get personal with you and try to relate to you. And then I'll just, and if that doesn't work, then I'm just going to threaten the shit out of you until you bend to my will. And I would have really loved to see a flush out of Potter versus felipe not on no physical not on no gun shit but just a battle of wits like when a fucking unstoppable force meets an immovable object that is what potter and felipe is and i would have liked to see more of that so but yeah man that was pretty much the review from this one uh solid 10 out of 10 Solid 10 out of 10. I'm enjoying myself rewatching these. I'm like, look at a little young JD now that we, you know. 
obviously now that we we're, we're close friends now i don't know if i'll be invited over there for uh thanksgiving this year i'm gonna have to see if i could move some things around you know haven't talked to him quite yet you know outside you know he did that little tweet shit never responded back to ah, whatever there's a friendship there that he just isn't aware of yet but we're gonna make sure to blossom that thing all right but until then protect your health yourself your wealth your boy rel is out of here man peace